Hi everyone, so my name is Hannah and welcome back to another session of our another bonus bunch session. And we've got Sarah and Angela here with us today. So we're just going to be following on from our last fitness brunch, talking more about your mindset and um, how that works well with your fitness and how you can actually incorporate these tips and tricks into your daily lifestyle to inspire and encourage you on your fitness journey. So yeah, we're just going to have a chat and talk more about what went on last week, answer a few more questions and get to know Angela and Sarah a little bit more. Um, before we get into that, just a little bit from me. So I'm Tola McCauley. I'm the owner and founder of TMAC Life. It's a health and wellbeing company and we specialise in sports therapy, personal training and then of course these amazing monthly female fitness brunches that are here for women across the globe as we're online. Um, so yeah, I'm going to pass you over to Angela. She's going to tell us a little bit more about herself, what she does, um, and other fitness interests that she's involved in. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. Thanks for, thanks for having me back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just to recap, uh, my name's Angela, and uh, I am a business and personal coach, so sort of coaching people around all things to do with their life. A lot of what I've done recently over the last year with lockdown has been related to career transitioning and just general direction in life it seems like this year has given people a chance to kind of sit and reflect and uh, take a take a minute to take stock uh, I also run training and workshops so I'm a trainer and facilitator as well so my training and workshops are mostly around sort of how you can harness um, and master your habits and your mindset uh, I also do teach non-contact boxing I uh, do some freelance work with a boxing charity so yeah, teach non-contact boxing at the moment to, when we get back into schools to a group of um, group of girls, which is wonderful. Uh, and yeah, other than that, I'm an avid gym goer, anything sport, I'm always in there. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's me. Amazing, great to hear it. Okay, and the same question goes to Sarah. Hey everyone, um, it's lovely to be back. Thanks Tola for, um, like Angela said, for having us. Um, so I am a level three Pilates instructor. I'm also a Bounce mini trampoline fitness franchisee and instructor. Um, so mini trampoline fitness um, choreographed to music on, uh, on your trampoline. Um, so I've got a bit of a background in fitness just all my life. I was um, a ballet dancer and a competitive ice skater. And I think that passion's kind of carried over into my adult life as well. Um, I'm a big fan of CrossFit. Um, I like to weight train um, maybe five times a week or so. Um, and then my Pilates is really for my the, my passion for that is for the core strength, the mobility, the flexibility, um, the mind to body connection, which I think is super important as well. Um, and then bounce is super fun, high calorie, loud music, like just super fun. It doesn't even matter if you're not doing it right. Nobody cares because you're literally burning your calories and just having a great time. So, um, but I, yeah, I love a bit of everything really. Um, you name it, I'll give it a go. Love a bit of yoga. Um, recently found a bit of a passion for the um, the outdoors, like the wolf runs and things like that, that I never thought I would. So you name it, I'd like to like to give it a go um, and find what works for, for me and then what works for 
for everyone as an individual for their like their fitness journey really yeah that's amazing brilliant so the last brunch was entitled pumped up and powerful so the idea is really just to give you the mindset tools to you know get going keep you positive as well as give you a pumped up workout um, I think sometimes we often forget that your mind is a major component when it comes to fitness, your fitness journey, your health and well-being lifestyle. So, um, Angela, what would you say are the most important things to think about, particularly when you're about to start something new um, when it comes to fitness? Yeah, so I think um, sometimes people will use their fitness journey to help shift their mindset. Um, you know, so that is actually their transformation journey. Uh, but I think for a lot of other people, it's um, it's acknowledgement. Just the, the first step, I always say this, like, if I feel like I'm a broken record, but it's always the first step has to be self-awareness of like catching how you're approaching your fitness, uh, you know, catching the language that you're using. You know, my, um, I forgot to say at the beginning again, but, you know, with my business being called The Power of Words and You, you know, the key focus what I, I work with with people and their coaching is how to get out of their own way in the way that they're talking to themselves, because obviously your language that you use is what formulates your thoughts and your mindset. And then that is directly precipitating your actions. So that will impact how you act and in what way and how you approach it, how long you do something for. All of these things come from that element of mindset and, and the internal chat and dialogue that you have. So, um, so yeah, I just think a lot of it is about stopping and thinking, what language am I using when I'm going in to do some fitness. So for example, a lot of people be like, oh, I have to go to the gym. Such a simple word of have to makes it sound like a chore, something yeah. you might not want to do it, but, but you've already like laden it with a weight of, oh, this, this is an extra thing I have to do. It's, it's heavy. I'm just, you know, when, when someone tells me I have to do something straight away, my reaction is quite petulant is, oh, I don't want to do that. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and when we're doing that to ourselves all the time, you know, we'll have the drive. I want to be this type of person. I want to be the best version of myself. But then, you know, we'll end up going around in circles. We'll be on it for a few months. And then we go back to maybe, you know, slowly back to our old habits. And, and we're not a lot of the time clocking that actually it's our, it's our mind that's telling our body to stop. A lot of the yeah. time we're like, oh, I'm just not fit enough. I'm just, you know, and obviously the fitness and, and strength and, and stamina improves over time, but it's, your body can go for such long periods, even when you're not very fit, but it's your mind saying, oh, this hurts. I don't yeah. want to do this. You know, there might be a lot of the thing is fear of failure, you know, so actually let me quit before I fail because then, you know, yeah. I'd, I don't have to confront that fear. So, um, so yeah, I always say just catch how you're talking to yourself. You know, that is, is, is the most important thing. And and I think not only that, making sure that we always talk when we talk about fitness, about what we put into our body, we really focus on food and we focus on nutrition. So we're like, you know, make sure that you're, you're fueling yourself right. But we seem to not have the same conversation when it comes to our mind. Like, what are we allowing to enter our mind space? Yeah. You know, our brain will always take in information it's receiving, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. So, you know, depending on the narrative that you have about how you like maybe think about fitness or and your approach to it, depending who you surround yourself with in your circle, you know, I talk about that a lot because, you know, the people around us, they say you're an average of the, um, the five people you spend the most time with. 
So if you're surrounded by people who, not saying to drop your friends, but you know, if you're surrounded by people who are maybe like, oh no, I I hate the gym. I don't want to, you know, I'd rather do something else. That's going to permeate into the way you think. And so it's, it's again, it's just saying like, right, I'm, I'm aware of how other people are speaking. I'm aware of maybe what I'm ingesting through social media, maybe what I'm reading in, seeing in, on the news or just, you know, seeing through TV programs, just being aware and then challenging and pushing back on things which you might have previously just subconsciously taken on board mm. um, that could be impacting how you go into your fitness. That was a very long-winded answer. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are the key it was really interesting though. <laughs> Um, but with that being said, <laughs> um, that's actually really good information. So thank you for that. So what would you say, this is for you, Sarah, actually, is that I think the three of us, we all kind of have fitness backgrounds and we kind of enjoy it, if you like. So going into fitness, we don't necessarily have the negative um, feelings that a lot of people might do. So they might feel like going to the gym, like you said, Angela, is a chore or working out is a chore. But for me, it's like, um, a sense of release I usually enjoy it I've been like I've been in different sports from a young age from tennis to netball running so those type of things have been my thing and those are the type of things I enjoy however um so for example Sarah how would you say if someone wanted to start something like bounce which is quite a different activity just to get up and say okay I want to do bounce <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> yeah. I just want to do that class what would you say the benefits are and what would you recommend someone that is thinking about starting something new? I think everything that Angela just said there about the mindset is obviously like 100%. I would say that you've got to just be willing to just give something a go and, and, and try something new that you maybe have heard from a friend or you've maybe seen online or whatever. Go and find your local thing and mm. give it a go. If you don't like it, you've maybe lost an hour. You've maybe lost five, ten pounds, you know, whatever. And then go, cool, OK, maybe that wasn't for me, but I'll try something else. So don't be, first of all, scared to go and try something new that you want to do. Mm. So often people say, oh, I hate running. Well, cool. Forget about it then. Don't exactly. if you don't think you like to run don't force yourself like you say go and find something else that is fun or the people make it what it is or you know anything like that and I think that something that people mention quite often is being scared to go to something new and maybe go alone or you know turn up and be the the person scared in the corner so how are you ever going to achieve your fitness goals if you find it hard just to sort of step foot through the door and I think that this a lot again is mindset it's built up in our head that we can't go to something new that the people are going to look at you stare at you um judge you whatever and I would say nine times out of ten that's absolutely the complete opposite you know Mm. with bounds we're very inclusive come give it a go all the time different levels of right this is your easiest option if you're pushing yourself harder this is your option Mm. or a lot of gyms have a good community feel where it's actually welcome like come join us like you know how can we help you achieve what you want um you know so I think sometimes the biggest thing like you say is almost that starting block um of going I'm just going to give it a go and really Mm. in your mind just tell yourself what have I got to lose because you might go and try something and you might absolutely love it. And had you not maybe have just thought, like taking yourself out of your own head and just gone, just going to give it a go. Like, yeah. you know, and, you know, as I mentioned, nine times out of 10, nobody's actually watching you. They don't care yeah. what you're doing because they're there for themselves. And often um, people feel intimidated by, maybe by somebody going to a class or a gym where people look like they know what they're doing and they're confident. 
for starters, they all started like you. They always had a first day or a first time of doing something. And also they then appreciate how hard that is to go and try something new and be the new person. They might want to, you know, they might want to help you. And if they don't want to help you, it's because they're just focused on their own things. They don't really, they don't mind what you're doing in your thing because that's your journey and theirs is theirs. Um, And I think we put this automatic pressure on ourselves to think that it's, that it's going to be harder than it actually is if that makes sense like in our mindset we're already or like you say Angela maybe other people are already saying oh but you wouldn't be able to do that you couldn't do that or and maybe so it's in your head um that before you've even stepped foot through the door or out of the door you know depending on what it is you're going to do so just give it a go and if it's genuinely something that you you know isn't for you have a go at something else till you find the thing or the couple of things that you love where you go, Oh yeah. Do you know what? This is my thing and I'm going to really enjoy it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to, you know, see where it takes me. You don't know till you try, do you? Like you've not, you've got nothing to lose by just giving it a go. I think. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And I think over the past year, obviously we've been in a pandemic. So, you know, our mindset, towards certain things might have been put on pause or put to the back burner so we haven't had to think about necessarily going to the gym but it's now just a case of I need to work out I need to go downstairs and work out it's coming up now so and we're all getting the emails about oh your local gym is reopening this place is reopening so now the feelings of okay let me get back into it but um I want to find out this is from you Angela how would you advise someone to let's say get out of the negative uh, habits or feelings they may have may have actually just developed during lockdown so during lockdown they may have just been desperate they may have been isolated on their own this whole time or they may have just felt like you know what these home workouts are not for me but yet I still haven't done any other exercise because they love going to the gym so how would you recommend that someone kind of shifts from that way of thinking yeah I think first um just acknowledge where you are and, and be kind to yourself. I know that's mm-hmm. a lot what everyone's been, there's been really a lot of rhetoric around being kind to yourself recently. I think it's really important. Like we've been in this for a year, you know, and I think a lot of us have fallen victim to kind of judging our standards of what we've been able to accomplish or keep going and or or do based on pre, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic lifestyle when we had, we had all of these other things that helped fill our jug of energy, like, you know, to just go out to a restaurant and meet a friend and hug someone and all the extra thought and thinking and stress that we've all had and then being shut indoors and the weather and I mean the weather's huge I've I've said personally myself this third lockdown has been the hardest because it's short days really rubbish weather I'm like I just want to have Netflix duvet days every day (laughs) you know I obviously know that that's not going to be my life for the next however many years. So I've gone, you know what, if I'm going to have a Netflix day, then fine, I'm going to have a Netflix day because that's mm-hmm. how I feel right now. Um, but coming out of it, I think one thing that is important to remember is our environment. So um, a lot of us have probably built up some positive or negative habits over this last year that we may have been consciously aware of or not. You know, they've maybe just happened because obviously you've had to just adapt and you know, some people have been like, right, I'm going to use this as a chance to restructure my day. So I'm going to make sure I go for a run. Da, da, da. Other people are like, I'm just treading water and trying to see how I can juggle all these different parts of my life, which have now collided into the same space. 
Um, and I think for, for some of it, a lot of our habits are related and our triggers to like uh, start a habit, the cue of the habit that we have is related to our environment. So I think some of them will naturally fall away as soon as you go back into, for example, your office environment, because as soon as you go back there, the, the, the cues and the triggers for your behavior in that environment will be there. Um, but I think it's, it's looking at, right, I think that the issue with the deadline of 12th of April is just, it feels like, oh, it's like looming over all of us. And it just feels really like a bit of doom in a weird way because it's like, yeah. oh gosh, I feel like there's that other deadline that I'm not going to meet and I just don't need this additional stress yeah. in my life. <laughs> and I think what's important is just to be focusing on small steps. We, we generally, as, as humans, we seem to do a lot of all or nothing thinking. We're like, right, I've just got to be on it. I've, I've got to be the best me like the fittest me by the 12th and ready to go back in why you know actually why don't we just focus on a small step and acknowledge the small wins of doing that consistently that's exactly. the key thing like our, as, as humans we have to have that immediate reward we, we look for like immediate gratification and if we don't have acknowledgement of the of the reward that we're getting by even acknowledging hey I did something today and I feel good about it then it's going to feel harder just to kickstart that into a, a longer habit. So, so yeah, I, I feel like acknowledging how you're feeling is the first step and not putting yourself under that pressure. Like the gym's open on the 12th. Great. For the people who are literally wanting to smash the door down, go for it. If that's not you, that's fine. You know, and it's being okay with that and being like, um, you know, as, uh, as Sarah said, you're on your own journey. So it's just looking at your lane and what you need at what time. Uh, so that's that's yeah. kind of what I would throw in. I, I'm, I'm really intrigued with that because, you know what, it actually kind of just spoke a word to me because it's like, I'm here trying to get fit and do this all by the 12th. And why, really? What is my reason behind that? Because if Boris had said, okay, well, gyms are not open until May the 7th, then I'd be going towards that date. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if, you know i come out of lockdown looking a certain way because it's my journey like you said it's still it's still just april for me at the end of the day my body doesn't care whether it's before or after lockdown i'm still on the journey <laughs> so i think that's a very good question just ask yourself why are you doing what you're doing and why are you working towards that particular thing um so yeah i would also just jump in quickly and add mm -hmm. to that when i mentioned about what are we feeding our minds with you know, especially Instagram, I'm on it quite a lot. And, yeah. you know, the way that things are packaged to us, that's sometimes it's sitting and being like, where am I feeling the pressure from? And is it a valid, you know, is that valid? Like, no, mm. I, why, I'm following people that are influencers. I don't know these people, but and yeah. they're putting up their best versions of themselves, you know, because obviously they're pushing their brand. But when you sit back, you're like, I'm sure that, you know, a lot of these people are not, doing what they say 100% of the time and and that's their journey and if they are great yeah. but you know I can use it for inspiration but I shouldn't be holding myself to that that marker and be like oh well, if I don't meet that then I'm, I'm gonna kick myself exactly why that's just self-defeating yeah. I think it's also often with stuff like that that you forget that actually that's their job like exactly. maybe they don't do anything else maybe they're not holding down a 40 hour 50 hour office job at the same time as trying to get in the gym or get out for a run or whatever so often you see those people and it's it's not like it's not a fault in those people like it's their job and if they weren't 
trying to influence and look the best you'd be like well you're rubbish at your job as such yeah. as an influencer if you're not you know being your best as such but if you're somebody that works a 40 hour week and maybe you've got um a partner maybe you've got a couple of kids maybe you've got a dog maybe you've got um parents that you support and care for you know like your own mum and dad that you maybe support or you know anything like that and then you're like cool I'd also like to look like a fitness model but I can only train one hour three days a week if that may be for some people then you're never going to look like that person that that work that their job is 40 hours a week to look and be that way like that's their actual job and you know and that's not our job our job is to do our our day job whatever that might be um and then to like use your health and your fitness to like to boost your life whether that's the physical side of it being strong flexible um mobile that kind of thing through to your mindset that it's a good thing for you mentally and emotionally to do the exercise whatever that again that might be so I think sometimes we forget that the people we look up to often on things like Instagram and Facebook that's probably their only job and I don't mean that horribly but that is their actual job to look and be that way and your job is to be an office administrator with three kids and a dog Mm. and a husband or a wife or whatever and then you somewhere in around that you might fit in some fitness so it's a it's a different world and we can't get that confused um and I say that from personal experience I have to remind myself that all the time do you know like I think I totally agree and a couple points I want to make from that is that with Instagram it's kind of like watching the red carpet so you can't compare like everyone's in their best gown their best makeup looking great but that's like constant on Instagram so that's like you comparing I don't know like a a major award ceremony and your day-to-day life and being like, why don't I look like this? And why don't I my gown? I need to get a gown. I need to get this. I need to get that. But you're like, that's not your reality at the end of the day. Mm. And then with that as well is that I know a lot of us, especially when we're younger or, you know, like you're thinking about the aesthetics, you want to look good and you want to look like that. Or you want to look a certain way to maybe the people you follow. Um, and you feel like that might make you feel good, which it probably will to an extent, but I think your health, you need to look at it holistically, which is why we actually had Pumped Up and Powerful, because you know that it's not just um, the workout, it's your mindset, it's how you feel, it's how your your attitude towards things as well. So I think we all need to kind of reprogram our mind when it comes to um, our health. It's not just about lifting the heaviest weight or running the furthest or the person with the perfect six pack is your overall health like how do you feel at home how are you feeling at work um what's your attitude when you wake up is it like you, you just don't want to get on with today you don't want to do anything and it's that constant thing and um, the attitude towards even exercise as well are you feeling like I don't want to do it but I just have to do it it's all about overall I've said that word like a million times <laughs> now, but, uh, that's the point I'm trying to get at is that you have to think of it overall and I'm talking to myself when I say that sometimes I just want to just um I know what I need to do in order to get to this um body weight or whatever so I just want to do that but then I'm like well why am I doing that I want to be happy long term I want to be able to play with my kids their kids and I want to live a long healthy life I don't want to be like oh I'm getting old my back my back every minute (laughs) I don't want that to be a thing I want to be healthy um, and be able to just do physical things as well as you know, have my mental capacity. I know not everything we can 
predict, but you know, I want to control as much as I can now. So I think that taps yeah. into what we were talking about in the brunch about the identity habit, you know, mm -hmm. not sh not focusing on the the goal of oh yeah, let me reach this really short term goal and change my habits to that. Let right. me look at who do I want to be as an identity and make sure my habits are in line with that long term vision. Because exactly. like you said, it's 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 thinking like what what do I want to be able to do when my when I change my identity habits, like how I how I approach and think about myself, and then all of that stuff. These short term goals they just end up meeting themselves. You know they mm -hmm. happen because you're you're living through that alignment of these are the new habits I'm setting up. Um, overall, you know, as opposed to I go. I go to the, like I said before, you know, I go to the gym to lose that one stone. Great. But when you've lost that one stone, then you just go back to your old habits because you hit exactly. that milestone. Whereas I, I am a fit and healthy person or I'm a, I'm a, a gym goer. You know, if that's your identity, then the habit is you'll consistently go, you know, right, so it's um, right. that distinction makes a big difference. Exactly. Um, and one thing I want to say about both of you is that you're both so positive and always full of good energy. I know you're not always like this, but every time I've spoken to you, <laughs> you've always got great energy. And I even feed off that, like, I feel like I'm a positive person, but anytime I've spoken to each one of you, whether it's together or separately, I always feel great every time I've left the conversation. I'm like, wow, that was so good. I feel, I feel like, you know, I feel, I've got some fuel from you, if you like. So I wanted to ask, how do you do this? How do you maintain a positive mindset most of the time I know it's not easy because sometimes I know we've had meetings early in the morning so it's hard to pretend <laughs> on zoom <laughs> at that time so how do you do that I'll ask you first Sarah. um there's a couple of things recently especially for me that um like through some personal stuff of my own that I've kind of um worked on so I would say um that you have to remember that your mindset most of the time is a choice so any time that I feel I'm faced with something that might be about to maybe take away my positivity just giving myself a little check a little awareness like Angela mentioned earlier um, and kind of going right what am I going to do with this feeling am I going to let it bring me down or am I going to um, and am I, am I going to try and make it into a positive of some description um, because everything we do is is a choice um like the way we react to something you know to a situation that we're faced with or whatever so just awareness taking a moment to just center check yourself and go right what am I going to do with this it's my my feelings like owning that they're your feelings and your emotions um and kind of going right what am I going to do with this so I think that's something um that I've really identified with recently and then I think from the other things that support me is reading some good self-help books um to you know like help my mindset um and also you know sitting at the end of the day or first thing in the morning whatever and reading 10 pages of a book literally is so good for your mind it takes you away from the screens that we're all sat at a lot of the time again whether that's Instagram or work whatever it is mm -hmm. um and I think the people you surround yourself with, again, makes such a difference. Like if somebody, I'm not saying like, again, Angela mentioned, don't go ditching all your friends. But if there's people in your life that maybe aren't, you know, um, re, you know, bringing the most to your life, you've got to maybe try and find ways to still have those people in your life, but for them to not be your influencers as such, like, and don't be scared to stand up at, 
against the negativity and go, actually, no, I want to be positive. I don't want to be dragged down in, in that, in that mindset. Like I want to be a a positive person. So I'm going to choose to do that. Even if somebody around you doesn't want to follow that. And that can be really hard sometimes, I think, to, um, to make that choice. Um, so I think those are a couple of things that, um, that I think about day to day just, and just remembering like, it's make those choices and every little thing that you do is going to build it's that compound effect of every little thing whether it's good or bad is going to make a bigger difference so just that mindfulness and that awareness of of yourself that you're in charge like take that Mm. take that ownership and and make those decisions to benefit what's good for you not again what's good for Instagram or what's good for anyone else in your life what do you want to achieve and how are you going to get there like and just you know those tiny little building blocks it doesn't have to be one massive goal or you don't have to bounce out of bed every day and go oh cool like I'm going to be super positive mm-hmm. um but I don't know let's say you're driving somewhere it's a really good example I think people use all the time somebody cuts you up are you going to let that ruin your day or are you just going to go okay cool somebody cut me up is everyone all right? Are we, you know, am I safe still? Cool. Move on. You don't need to carry those loads with you of, Oh, but someone cut me up. Just like, let it go. Um, and I think I've had to learn to do that a lot recently. Um, and things like that, then right. Cool. That's gone. That's done. So I've got my, my energy and my focus on other more important things than maybe letting some of those little things factors outside of your control affect you just let it go um and I think finally sorry like um Angela I'm sure you've got loads of stuff to add to this I could talk about this all day though because I think it's so powerful um I read a book recently that um basically said you have to be open to everything don't close yourself as in physically you know get tense about things try and let that go and also in your mind don't close yourself to things because as soon as you do that you're shutting off things so be open to everything and you know and have that that openness whether that's a physical thing as I say or whether it's um you know again going back to maybe trying a new class trying a new exercise whatever be open just have a go whatever it is in your life and that's probably again nine times out of ten going to be better than closing off to something um just just go for it like yeah yeah, just be open and just you know um and also who who wants to be a negative person all the time like nobody really wants to be that that person yeah so if you can pop a smile on your face and you know make the make the most of what you what you have or what you you know what you do um yeah who wants to be the negative person like that's just I don't know like that's in my head that's how I feel about it (laughs) And I, I really just love what both of you said about the people that you're surrounded by because that is such a major influence. I feel like those are the people that influence your life. And some people, well, from my perspective, I'm a single mom. So a lot of the time I'm around my son. So he does annoy me and I would love to cut him off <laughs> within those points. Don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, if, you're, if anyone's listening, I'm joking. Like, if you work for the council, I'm joking. <laughs> but... <laughs> What I was going to say is that when I first had him, obviously, within the early days, um, babies are very dependent on you. And I am such a clean freak. I had like things in a particular order. 
And when you have a child, you can't obviously do that all the time. There's laundry every single day. There's the, and then they need you for this, need you for that. And you're just fitting things in. So um, when I decide to let go, that it's fine. It doesn't matter if the house is not perfect. Who cares? <laughs> like, it's fine. If it's not, it's not literally, you don't live in a dump. You've got it basically okay it's fine your child is happy he's healthy you're happy and healthy so really when I start to let go of all these things I'm like this needs to be uh, I was I was a lot more happier so um that's just my example I'm not saying that you know I'm just gonna cut off all the people in my life and stuff like that but that sometimes is necessary you do need a detox and you do need to kind of do a review of who you're surrounding yourself with because you're so used to being around these people that you don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. You just think, oh, these are my friends, these are my people, but like they're in your ear about negativity constantly. So maybe you just need a break or it just is a case of you redefining and managing that relationship. So it might be that that person who you think is your closest friend might now become a distant friend or now become someone you don't call every day, maybe once in a while, just so that you're not constantly being fed by that type of content. Um, but yeah, Angela, what... I kind of yeah, I think, yeah. As you were talking, both of you were talking, my mind was just popping with all like things. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think another really beautiful thing though about having children is um is to sit and watch them. I think they have something in essence that we lose as adults, which is just like you said, giving stuff a go, and they don't have the the weight of oh, what will people think? They just do it, and and when you look at and you know as coaches, that's how we're taught to coach. Like when we're talking to a, you know when I talk to my clients, I sit in childlike curiosity. It's like, well, what does that mean? Like you know, and and things like that. When we're sitting without those restrictions on ourselves to just go give things a go, it just opens us up. And mm-hmm. and I think the issue is you know we we seem to have, and I think a lot of a lot of stuff sits from you know our childhood and teen years that we bring into adulthood around fears and worst case scenarios but I think also I always think back to like a teenage me thought that you know by now you know oh I'll have everything in like you know like you're a finished product when you you hit an adult and and when you go in with that mindset as an that oh when I'm an adult this is how I'll be you remove the ability to grow and we're always growing you know Mm -hmm. so I think a key a key way I try and look at with mindset is if something doesn't go my way okay my my one of my my sayings which I say almost all the time to myself and also to a lot of other people is um there's a positive in a negative so you know maybe at the time it's not there to, you don't want to choose to see it and that's okay sometimes we have to go through feeling rubbish about something or you know sometimes it isn't appropriate to to kind of look at it from that angle but sometimes when we've got distance that can help us just look at something through a different lens but with other situations, you know, like like you said, Sarah, you know, you could be in a situation where something could really rile you up. And if you think, OK, that didn't go how I want. But what did I learn from it? I've learned that I can actually turn my mindset. That in itself is, you know, you've learned something from a, a negative situation you've just come across or you learn something about someone you're with or the way that person reacted. There's always something you can learn. And I think when you're sitting in, in your growth mindset of challenging yourself, that's when it when that kind of the ability to really switch things and and look for those positives happen but I think also it's important to note that you know we're not designed to be happy all the time like we can't be operating at this level all the time you know people say oh and you're you're really and I do think you know I I am a positive person um but I have days where I'm just like you know what what I need right now is to not be around anyone and and I think being aware of what you need personally I've talked before about you know 
how you manage your energy jug. Like, what do you need to fill your energy jug with? Because you're always giving it out to, to people and to tasks and to things. And, and if you're not listening to that, then that's sometimes when my mindset goes down with my emotion mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm not paying attention to my energy levels. So, so I do think, you know, ride the wave of, of the ups and the downs. And, when, and I think there is, again, the positive in, in feeling low in our emotion is that, you know, when you feel positive, you feel it because you're like, oh, last week I was not having a good week. This week, I really appreciate the sun, you know, being outside at the moment, being able to go for a walk last week. I was just wanting to curl up under my blanket. <laughs> so, so I do think, you know, we can even look at, um, yeah, the, the I, you know, calling it the peaks and the troughs and kind of just riding those waves. Um, so, yeah, I guess those would be key, key kind of things that I sit with. And I think also over this last year, when it comes to the, like an exercise side of things, just having that mindset again, like trial and error, you know, going in with that. Well, yeah, this, let me just give it a go. Like Sarah said, just give it a go. And, and if you're always sitting in that kind of like, yeah, childlike state of, yeah, let me just give this a shot. Like if it doesn't mm-hmm. work, the world is literally not going to end because that's what we think mm-hmm. we're not, you know when we sometimes oh i'm gonna die like we know we're not <laughs> when we use that language when you use the language it subconsciously impacts the weight of, of what might happen when when you when you sit back you think well, i'm not gonna die of embarrassment it'll be oh, a bit yeah. embarrassing but <laughs> let me put it into context you know? so um so yeah so i just kind of think over the last year it's just been um when looking at you know bringing in exercise element just looking at filling my energy jug with things that help my mindset like to fill me up so you know I I work well with having a few small wins in the morning um you know so getting a few tasks done in the morning and then just looking at how can I do a bit of exercise I need a bit of variety okay I know I need variety cool so maybe one day I'll skip the next day I'm going to go for a walk and listen to my audible book Mm. you know having that means Mm. that I don't feel full into doing one channel of something I can I can pick and choose and and fill up my my energy jug uh the best way and then my mindset kind of you know floats with it so yeah yeah yeah. totally agree okay so loving all of that our mindset I feel like everyone's got it now we if you're listening to this and you're taking your notes you know where to go Mm -hmm. (laughs) you you know you're going to start implementing and of course the major aspect of this female fitness brunch is the fitness part of it and that's my love, of course. Um, I love a high impact workout. I love stuff that just like releases my anger, the negativity. I just love high impact stuff, whether it's tennis, hit workouts, weight training. I just love it when it's like, uh. <laughs> I don't know how I can describe it. So um, what I wanted to ask both of you is what is your favorite one? What would you prefer? And then two, what would you recommend to people that aren't really into that type of thing? How do they get the benefits of exercise from not necessarily doing high impact workouts? So they could even do Pilates, serial Pilates teacher, um, and get the endorphins released that way. But would you say that that's something you would recommend all the time or try and mix it up a little bit more? I think mixing things up is is important in all aspects of our lives because we get complacent, we get, we plateau, we get bored, you know, and that's when we lose our motivation. And like I say, it's not just in fitness, that can be in all sorts of things. But I would say, I mean, I love both. Like I can go from 
maybe in the morning doing a CrossFit workout where I feel like I'm literally about to pass out because they are the high intensity and I love that like I love the competitive side of it but that's who I am like it's from my childhood probably um so I love things like that because that's functional fitness like we like you mentioned earlier Tola about um as you get older you want to still be able to run around after your your little boy or even your grandchildren at some stage I love that I want to be able to it sounds really silly and again it's an example I use all the time when I talk to my friends about the things that I choose to do um I want to be able when I'm 70 to go and bend down and pick up my shopping bags like I want to still be able to move my body I don't want to be reliant on somebody else to do all those things for me I want to be able to do it myself so functional fitness for me is super important being like strong not necessarily skinny and I don't want a six pack but I want to be strong um so that aspect and the um the competitiveness if you're a competitive person go and find something that will allow you to do that but then for example the pilates is the in in a lot of respects the polar opposite um you don't necessarily break a sweat but tomorrow you're going to feel it because you have worked your core you've worked a full body workout but with low impact so if you have poor joints like if you have um your knees are maybe not so strong you know things like that find something that again you can do and you can progress with that will you know works with your body's natural ability as well so if you're um you know if your knees are weak or whatever or your ankles don't go doing something that's high impact it's not going to work for you you're going to maybe not feel like you can progress or you know get anything out of it so pilates for example is all about core strength mobility flexibility um and as i mentioned earlier as well the mind to body connection which is so so important um so with pilates you're going to get that strong core that's going to support you in everything else you do even just think about it you know i don't know day to day you're walking along the street you stand on the the on a stone and you wobble that's your core that pulls you back in you know or during the winter months when the when the ground's slippy you're walking you slip you can save yourself you can protect yourself if your body is strong so if you've got a strong strong center everything else that comes from that is going to be stronger as well so something like that and I would say with both the Pilates that I do with bounds with CrossFit that I do for myself um all of these things are scalable as well people sometimes think that they're going to go into something that's going to be you say a hit workout high intensity and people think oh it's going to be too much for me there is normally again nine times out of ten a way to scale everything so this is your standard and then if you're with a good instructor a good coach they are going to give you an easier option and maybe even an easier option. And then they're going to give you a harder option and maybe even a harder option. So somebody, hopefully, either if you're in a group, will be able to still do that or one-to-one, give you those options to make it doable for you. So you can start right back here and then you can progress like this, or you might go into it already here and progress from here. So find something as well that you maybe can set a, a long-term goal maybe some little short-term goals as well um but you know if you don't want to break a sweat every day doing a workout then choose walking choose um pilates something like that that's a I say more gentle like it's not the right word necessarily but and if you are competitive and you want to just break a sweat and you want to burn calories choose something that's designed to do that so pick kind of what works for you from that point of view as well Mm-hmm. um there's so many different things out there like we're only talking about you know a handful of things that we have our own personal experience in um 
there's so much out there if you love music maybe Zumba's the thing for you do you know if you want to get your groove on maybe that's the thing for you maybe you want to go to an adult ballet class because as a kid you wanted to be a ballet dancer and you never got a chance go and do it now you know why why not um like there's there's no limit there's no um you know and as I say you can always scale these things to make them doable for you it doesn't have to be the highest level of everything you know yeah and um, you know sorry Angela and Sarah to cut you but I think with this pandemic a lot of opportunity has actually come out because you don't necessarily have to leave your home but there's so many mm-hmm. courses online there's so many around the world that you can just join um, and for a low cost you don't have to travel you don't need to get all the equipment and um, they'll make an alternative version for it that you can actually complete with little to no equipment so like it, you said, if you wanted to start ballet, um, if you wanted to start even weight training, the last brunch we did was Lean Girls. We just had <gasps> resistance bands that was given out. Yeah, exactly. Resistance bands. One little band and whoa, yeah. you can like, oh. So much. And that's just talking about, our, that was our um, the replacement for women and weights, where we would normally have loads of weights, but that was actually a replacement. So the pandemic really opened my eyes as well as to the opportunity that's out there um, and then on top of that, training as a group, I think, is also, also amazing. I think training with other people in a class, it just kind of helps you motiv- motivate you, aside from the competitive side. It, you see other people that might be beginners like yourself or might actually be advanced like yourself. So, And there's always an instructor that should know what they're doing um, and that's able to kind of coach you along the way, help you with any cues that you might need to improve your form and things like that during the class. Whereas when you're on your own, especially when you start out, it can be difficult to motivate yourself or to make sure you're even doing the right thing to start with. Um, so I think joining a class, a fitness brunch, is <laughs> 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 always the way forward. They're safe spaces. Most people that are there want to be there and they're usually quite nice. I mean, in my experience, most people are quite friendly in that community because, you know, people in the fitness world are just lovely people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Angela, what, what's your take on the fitness aspects of things? Yeah, I mean, I, I really agree with where you were talking, Tola, and you were saying about the, the indoor fitness side, because I always had the, and again, back to mindset, I always had the mindset of I can't work out in my house because I don't want to associate like that space with being hot and sweaty. Mm. And obviously, you know, now um we've had no choice you know I've kind of been like actually you know I had to self-isolate um before I could travel at one point so it's two weeks really stuck in one room mm-hmm. and I was just like I- I'm gonna turn into a be as round like wide as I am tall at the way I'm sort of not moving <laughs> I can't it-, it prompted me to exercise and then it and because I then did it every day at the same time for like half an hour it wasn't much I just had my yoga mat for like little weights and was doing an mm-hmm. online thing that um I stumbled across this woman who's done loads of videos um I was like oh actually I can work in my room like I've I've put this wall up against it and that was all my own doing so um so I definitely agree with that and also the group thing one of my friends I was talking to um and uh she's always like how do you enjoy the gym and I was like I don't know I just I personally like the metric side of things I like with the weights that I can have sets and no weights and and that works for me and, and for her, she's like, 
uh, now I have to like work out with people, but in a in a team environment. So like she she then went and joined. I think it was a rugby team, like mixed rugby oh, okay, team. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, so it's kind of for her. She doesn't like to kind of notice that she's exercising. She kind of wants it to kind of feel like a seamless thing that's mixed in with a social. That's so it. I think kind of just tapping into what you said as well, Sarah. It's kind of finding what fits and listening to people when they make suggestions. And, you know, if you've never tried it, giving it a go, or if you tried it 10 years ago, maybe giving it a go again, because obviously, you know, our taste change and, mm -hmm. and what we think we, we might have had a bad experience back then when we weren't trying to think about sitting in a growth mindset, for example. So we're like, oh, you know, you did something, you're like, oh, I got injured or it was rubbish and I'm never doing yeah. that again. Maybe it was not a great day for you. Maybe it wasn't a great instructor. Maybe it wasn't a great group. You know, if you're still, why not just go give it another try? But, um, but yeah, I think for me, I've just picked up, uh, I know, you know, this toller about me and my skipping. That was all yeah, self-taught. I just thought exactly, I, yeah. Yeah, it, came, it came from an injury, actually. So it was kind of, mm. again, positive from a negative. If I didn't have the, the injury to my leg, which meant I couldn't run on the treadmill and walking was boring. Uh, <laughs> I, I just grabbed a skipping rope and started to practice and I've got pretty good at it over the yeah. last few years. So um, really good. And yeah, and I think I think one final thing you um and I touched on just going for a walk recently and I've realized like why do I not want to go for a walk and, and mm. in my mind I'm thinking like I don't like I just seem I need to walk with a purpose like yeah, I, it, again it's understanding what drives you and I, I can't walk to walk I'm just I feel like I'm just wandering around like lost <laughs> I walk to Lidl <laughs> that's where I walk great because then I'm buying some things that I I, I, like, I go to like, oh that bakery like, when you go in the front door of a little so then I, I made a choice but actually let me if I put so I want to be learning about a new topic so I got an audible book about it and I told myself I can't listen to this unless I'm walking so it's kind of like I get a reward okay. So now I've got purpose to my walk and I also put on my gym gear to walk. I'm not sweating, but in my mind, I'm like, right, let me make this feel like this is because it's not my usual mode of exercise. Normally I'm quite high intensity and I, I really like the sweat. That's just who I am. So I don't see walking as something that maybe I'm like, oh, because it's not high intensity, I'm not going to do it. What's the point? And so it's challenging myself. Like, no, it, it, there is benefit. It's, you know, you're coming off the back of an injury. If you go straight back in at high intensity, you're just going to injure yourself again. Exactly. So maybe doing some walking is a good middle ground to get back into it. So, um, so yeah, so just thinking like, I think a key thing I'm, I'm get, I guess I'm kind of getting at is looking at maybe tweaking things you already do. And, you know, so walking, we walk all the time, but how can I make it work for me in a more of an exercise fashion? And then, you know, how can I shape that? So now I'm like, right, when I go for a walk, in my mind, I'm like, it's my exercise for the day. So it's working on my mindset again, being like, this is your exercise. Come on, off we go, you know, and uh, send myself out the door. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah, so that's kind of being, like, that's how I've been doing it. When you go for a walk, you're outside, you're getting your vitamin D, you're getting exactly. some fresh air, you yeah. are like, there's so many other benefits. You're not putting impact on your joints. Like when you go for a run, maybe again, where mm -hmm. people say, I can't run because of my knees or my, my ankles or whatever, um, you're getting your heart rate up but not to that point where you 
like you get home and I go quite often for a walk on my lunch break I'm working from home now so it breaks my day up and gets me away from a screen gets me outside gets my body moving where I'm sat you know hips tight all day at a desk and stuff so get outside and like stretch your legs and stuff and there's lots of um you mentioned audible but free podcasts like how if you've got spotify you know a google podcast app whatever download a podcast like say learn something or or just switch off you know put on something um it doesn't matter and sometimes I base my walk around my podcast like all right my podcast an hour so I've got to walk for an hour hour, or if I've got 20 minutes let me find a little short podcast like there's no excuse not to and even if you get out there for 15 minutes 20 minutes that's still better than maybe 15 or 20 minutes sat on your sofa with a tub of ben and jerry's for one you know like just throwing it out there like you know just um again you know anything that you do is maybe better than not doing it at all even if it's 10 15 minutes um and i think being outdoors whether it's a little workout in your garden or whether it's um a walk or something like that being the outdoors brings so many benefits as well so if you feel like in your house you've not got the space or like you say you want to disconnect from right well this is where i sleep so i also don't want to work out Mm -hmm. here then then go outside like you could you don't need much space to maybe do a little workout outside if you've got a little garden or just go for a walk explore your local area as well there might be places nearby that are so beautiful that you don't know about or you've taken for granted get your kids involved sorry I'm going on a bit of a tangent now but like you know you there's so many benefits to just getting outside for a walk really I think and it's and it's free to do like yeah. no yeah. excuses no expensive gym memberships or anything exactly. like that you know um Sarah definitely just took the point I was about to say sorry <laughs> no, joking, no joking. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> but that's basically what I was going to say to kind of sum up everything because you guys have given some amazing nuggets of really good information one get a podcast on get this bonus brunch downloaded it's going to be on Spotify everywhere else you can download a podcast it's going to be there so download it Take, it with, take us with you on your walk, put us in your ears and the headphones. Um, and yeah. also, like you said, there's so many creative things. I have found so many paths around where I live that I had no idea were there. To just get out, there's bridges, there's um, lakes, there's actual walking paths where I live, and they're beautiful. They're really, really nice. Sarah, I know you've been doing stuff in the car park, which mm-hmm. is like just there. And if you're in the city like Angela, like there's so many nice bits, even when I was in London, that I had no idea were there unless you're walking around um, because you're just used to your hustle, your bustle, your commute A to B, but you don't see the in-betweens. So, um, yeah, just explore your local area. Just get creative with it it as well. A park park bench, walls. Now I'm extra creative. Anytime I see a little space, I'm like, oh. I could do a little gym <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's skate, skate park over there, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just the top of that. <laughs> like, even in my in my house, no joke, I'd be clearing things out. I think, oh, I can make this into a little weights area. I could do this. I can make this in a skipping bit. Uh, I could do this in the corner of the garden. Like, I'm getting extra creative with space now. Anytime I see it, even my drive in the front, I'm like, oh, I wonder if my neighbours wouldn't mind if I, you know, just did a little sprint here and there. <laughs> <laughs> So get creative with it um, and just go for it. Don't overthink it. Get your mind right. Obviously, clear out any clutter, declutter your mind, your workspace, um, and just go for it. And like I was saying, I think with the space thing, this past year, we've all had to 
do everything from home. We've had to work from home. We've had to gym from home. We've had to home from home. We've had to just do everything from home. So although it's great that we can do it from home, you do want to separate that, especially when you're doing so much from home. You want to you want to go out. You want to get some space. We're not designed to just sit still all the time. So um, yeah, just create, get creative with it. Um, if you can link up with people online, strangers, they're always best because they're a bit more open-minded than the people that you know already um, and connect that way. Um, so yeah, that's my kind of summary on things. Is there anything else you want to give people to take away with them? I mean, I could talk all day about this. Yeah, so just one more thing that was just in my head while I was going, like obviously coming out of lockdown as we're allowed to meet with other people and stuff like that personally for me another great thing is make a commitment to somebody else that you're gonna do something so whether that's a walk Mm -hmm. or whether it's a full-blown workout whatever it is make that commitment to that other person say do you know what Monday 6 p.m we're gonna do this now whether when they arrive you go just like say for a stroll or whether you do a workout but maybe it's not even your best again you've still done something more and the fact that you've committed to someone else and said I'll be there at that time to do this make that commitment because that's good for you and it's also probably good for them they might not even tell you that it is but the fact that Mm -hmm. you've arranged that is going to keep them accountable keep them committed even if it's not about it being the best workout at the end of it or whatever just saying to somebody I'm going to turn up I'm going to be there for you and I want you you know you're going to be there for me and we're going to do whatever that thing is if you just say to yourself oh maybe on Monday after work I'll do a workout Mm, yeah maybe I will maybe I won't if you don't do it like there's nobody there to kind of tell you off as such Um, and I'm not saying that you know your friends should be there going oh and if you need to cancel of course there's always times like that or maybe you're really not feeling up to it like I'm not saying you know we have to be 100% 100% of the time but again the majority of the time if you've made a commitment to meet somebody outside for a workout or a walk or whatever or to meet them at your gym and say I'll be there for that session or that class you're probably more likely I, I would say to stick to it because you don't yeah. want to let that person down and they're thinking exactly. the same thing so maybe find somebody that enjoys what you enjoy and make them your kind of workout you know buddy or walking buddy or running buddy or whatever and yeah. stay accountable to each other even if it's not always your best the fact that you've um, committed to somebody else hopefully will will keep you a little bit more on track as well um mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm not done. I could definitely talk about no, this all day long, but could. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> when I cut and then we keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I guess one one other thing that I kind of I guess it it rolls into what I do as a coach. You know, I, my I, I hold the space for people to think intentionally and and you know on their mirror to help them dig into their thoughts and challenge themselves in a way that they can't do for themselves. But I think everything that people can do, even if it feels alien, um, but is the key to all change is like creating space for yourself to intentionally think. Like we are so easily distracted by so much now, like scrolling TV, like, and, and we don't actually carve out time to think like, okay, what is working for me? What do I want? What do I not want? And I think it's really important now because we're about to transition over this year back into the quote quote marks, normal, (laughs) Um, (laughs) back to normal life, whatever that's going to look like. But, you know, um, so talking about habits and things and changes that you you might want to keep, you know, or that you want to lose, like, 
sitting down and being like, what's worked well for me over the last year? And what do I want to keep as my environment changes back to how it was before? And if you don't take that time to think about that, you know, so if you've got a new fit way of doing fitness that actually might work better for you than what you were doing before lockdown, for example, mm-hmm. how are you going to make sure once, you know, commute maybe is thrown in there and, you know, running back and forth and social commitments, mm-hmm. how are you going to make sure that you've prioritized that? So I always say to make sure you know your priorities, you've got to prioritize the space to think about it. Yeah. Um, so I guess that would be my kind of last kind of out there to, yeah. to, to whoever's listening is, is the being intentional in giving yourself space. And that could be sit, literally sitting down at a desk. You know, that could be sending yourself on a walk with like, mm-hmm. I find it really beneficial if I'm going for a think to listen to instrumental music. Cause if I've got words in my head, like people singing, then I just start singing in my head and that doesn't get me anywhere. <laughs> you know, la, 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 la. And I'm like, yeah, that was really good thing. Um, so yeah, so, um, or talking to someone, you know, like I said, you know, who are people around you that you can have a, a purposeful conversation with? I think um, otherwise what we end up doing is it's good to go with the flow to a degree, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot to be said for planning and thinking ahead and visualizing because you know if you visualize it and you visually you consciously do that purposefully then the more it's likely to to happen for you and whatever change you're after but particularly you know when it comes to if you're working on fitness goals and and um, your your, your fitness journey so yeah yeah and my last well last again thing to say on that (laughs) is it's kind of like you're fueling your body like you know when we talk about nutrition and you know, you can eat within your calories, you can eat a load of crap within your calories, but you're not actually fueling in your body, you're eating rubbish, it's like empty sugar, empty calories, it's similar to what you input in life, like, you can have friends, yeah, you can have loads of friends, and you can have a great social life, but what's the quality like, what are you actually inputting in your, in your mind, in your body, what are you actually doing, that, is that beneficial to you, or is it just, oh yeah, I have a great social life, I'm, I'm a social butterfly, and this and that and that, but is it actually fueling fueling you? Is it actually making you a better person? Is it actually helping you to be the best person you can be? Are you a nicer person or are you a nasty person? You know, so I think think about things from that perspective and that can also help. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna dip it on that. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna say thank you so much, Angela and Sarah, who've been our amazing guest hosts and also guest hosts on the bonus brunch session podcast. It's been so good talking to you. We could just probably keep talking for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> it's probably good that we're doing this on Zoom because someone's battery is going to die soon. So, <laughs> or something. So, it's going to cut us out. Um, but another good thing is that Angela and Sarah are actually fitness brunch ambassadors. So, they'll be around with the pink jock tops. <laughs> Sarah's got hers on. I've got mine on. Angela's is on route. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're going to be the fitness yeah. part of a massive uh, a group of amazing women that are a part of this community and actually our aim is just to inspire and encourage women on their fitness journeys so through these podcasts through the live fitness brunch so we want you to get involved just that even if it means you've just downloaded the podcast and you're listening to it that's our job done at the end of the day we want to make sure that you're on track and that you can tap into your friends or your friends even if you we don't know your name personally we want to be there for you like a friend would be um so yeah just get involved with the community tmaclife.com slash events you can see what's going on um or just follow tmaclife on instagram um and where can we find you angela and sarah with your things that you're doing where can we find you 
Yeah, so um, my website is, if someone, anyone wants just to generally check out what I do, is um, it's a bit of a long one, www.thepowerofwordsandyou.com. Um, and yeah, if anyone wants to reach out to me in terms of contact details, um, my email address is Angela at powcoach, so that's P-O-W-coach.com. And my mobile is 07593960531. You can get me on Instagram, it's probably the easiest way. I say about not scrolling all, all day long. We're like, don't scroll all day long, but do scroll if you want to come chat. Um, my Instagram handle is at Sarah2, S A R A H T O. Um, drop us a message like if you need a bit of you know, you need a little pick me up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, feel free, drop us a, a message. Like you say, we might not know each other, but if we're all out there looking for the same thing then we may as well just support each other to to get there amazing so i'll put all their contact details in the written description whether you're listening on youtube will be in the description box if it's on spotify it'll be in the little text part of there so once again thank you for listening whether it's morning daytime whenever you're listening good night good morning (laughs) 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 and we'll speak to you We'll see you in our next podcast. Bye.